What's up guys? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and lore. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I'm excited to be back, and I'm happy to have you back. Hopefully you guys are enjoying this last bit of uh, summer, at least here in the U.S. Around the world, it may be different, but hopefully you're enjoying uh, your weekend nonetheless. And uh, I've got really interesting stuff to talk about today. Um... And I know I, I probably say that every podcast, but you know what, this this one's really fascinating to me. The more I do research into uh, government conspiracy, uh, UFO cover-up, the, the more and more fascinated I get. And every time I think I know a story, more and more information just comes to light. The further you go down the rabbit hole, the more information comes out, and it's really fascinating. In this particular case, um, I think I'm going to have to do two podcasts. Uh, one to highlight the JFK uh, alien UFO uh, cover-up and connection. And then I'm also going to do a podcast. I think we're going to do this one today because I'm just discovering it right now and I think it's really fascinating. I want to get into it. Is the amount of false flag operations that JFK actually shot down. So I want to talk about those today in particular, and then I'm going to do a subsequent podcast right after this on uh, the JFK UFO alien connection. So JFK, John Fitzgerald Kennedy, born May 29th, 1917, uh, killed November 22nd, 1963, uh, Dallas, Texas. So the youngest president of the United States of America, okay? Arguably one of the most popular, uh, arguably, you know, one of the best looking, (laughs) but, uh, you know, came out of a very prominent family out of Massachusetts, a very rich family, uh, you know, graduated from Harvard uh, in 1940 uh, before joining the U.S. Naval Reserve. Uh, during World War II, he commanded a series of PT boats in the Pacific Theater. So, and he actually earned the Navy and Marine Corps Medal of Service, uh, Medal for his service, I should say. Um, so this guy, I mean, talk about a patriot. You know, talk about somebody who's devoted to his country. Talk about somebody who actually can prove it. You know, went and fought during World War II. Then went on to... Uh, move on to the U.S. House of Representatives, and then was elected to the U.S. Senate, and served as a senator in Massachusetts from 53 to 67 years, long time. And then, um, <clears throat> while, in Senate, while he was in the Senate, published his books, uh, book, Profiles in Courage, and won a Pulitzer Prize. Dude, this guy is like off the rails with, you know, accolades. And then in the 1960 presidential election, he narrowly defeated Nixon, um, but, uh, nonetheless, uh, his humor and his charm, you know, added, uh, added along, you know, with his family's wealth, just gave him a ton of great assets in his campaign. So, um, you know, we know a lot about his past, but what do we know about what he did in office? Well, come to find out after, you know, everybody knows about JFK and about his, you know, the theory about his assassination and that uh, a lot of ufologists believe that he was just about to release some information on UFOs uh, when he was killed. Now, in the next podcast, I'll talk about that and talk about some of the evidence that uh, might actually prove that. However, in, in this particular instance, 
in doing a deep dive on JFK's, you know, UFO uh, alien connection um, and any cover-ups or um, potential, you know, uh, revelations and revealing of information to the public, um, come to find out he actually turned down a lot of false flag, proposed false flag operations. So the military, what they'll do is they'll write up plans of operation to to maintain and to gain favor in the U.S. Uh, population's eyes to go to war, right? We've, we've heard about this a lot. But what we don't know and what we don't hear a lot about is the false flag operations that they write about and they write up and put on the president's desk to try to get them approved so that we can get some uh, popula um, population backing, some voter backing to going into war. So as we know, Cuba was the center of you know, necessity in, uh, it, during his, his tenure, that uh, Russia wanted it as a strategic military operations base so that they could uh, threaten us with, with uh, you know, the Cold War. Um, and as it heated up, um, JFK authorized the Bay of Pigs invasion, right, April 61. He authorized the attempt to overthrow the Cuban government's Fidel Castro during the failed Bay of Pigs invasion. So <clears throat> he authorized the Cuban project in November 1961, but he rejected Operation North Woods, which was a false flag attack to, uh, to gain approval for the war against Cuba in 1962. So if we look at this, now what is a false flag operation? Some people may not know. A false flag operation is an act committed with the intent of disguising the actual source of responsibility and pinning the blame on another party. That's the definition. So the term false flag actually originated in the 16th century as a purely figurative expression as a means to deliberate and deliberately misrepresent someone's affiliation or motives. It was later used to describe a ruse in, the, in naval warfare whereby a vessel flew the flag of a neutral or enemy country in order to hide its true identity. If you guys have ever seen, um, oh gosh, what's that Nicolas Cage movie, uh, Lord of War or something like that, where he's, he's on a ship and he, he's carrying tons of guns and he's a gun runner. And uh, he, he, he sees that the Coast Guard's coming after him. He quickly switches the flag on his ship to another uh, country and then paints another name on the ship quickly before the Coast Guard can come out there and verify who they are. False flag. So that's the origination of the false flag. Now, what's really interesting is that he denied multiple false flag operations during his tenure. He didn't need the U.S., uh, you know, uh, constituents approval he's the president of the United States he's who we elected he knew that he would have our backing no matter what yet many of these military officials drew up all these plans now these plans let me tell you guys this is some stuff this is some pretty serious stuff you know when we think about you know a lot of a lot of people a lot of us in ufology, a lot of us in conspiracy, you know, a lot of people just say, you know, we're just a bunch of kooks that we don't know what we're talking about. But when we get verification, like I'm about to talk to you about, 
it just proves it just gives us a whole bunch more validity to a lot of the stories that we hear uh, that come out of the government that come from government whistleblowers. So the Operation Northwoods, you guys can research this. It's online. It's on Wikipedia. Um, it's all over, and I'm going to talk to you about it. So there's a bunch of operations within inside Operation Northwoods, um, different operations. So there's Operation Northwoods. Um, pull this up here. There's Operation Mongoose. Um, there's a few others here. Let me pull this up. Operation Mongoose, really weird name. Um, let me see. Do, 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 do. Operation Bingo. So we're going to get into these. So obviously, you know, I'm talking about these and giving you some information. You guys can feel free to do the research as well if you'd like. Um, but so what is Operation uh, Northwoods? So it was a proposed false flag operation against American citizens that originated within the U.S. Department of Defense, the DOD, right? And the Joint Chiefs of Staff as well, and the United States government in 1962. So what did the proposal call for? It called for the CIA and other U.S. government operatives to stage and actually commit acts of terrorism against American military and civilian targets. They were actively going to go and attack American military and civilian targets. What does that sound like to you? What does that sound like? When they needed to start a war, they just create their own need, their own demand for war. It's supply and demand, right? Think about 9-11. Many people believe that that was created by our own government. I never thought so. I always said, no, our government's true, our government's, you know, behind our backs, our government, you know, proud to be an American. I was young, though, you know, I was young, and, you know, I was like, well, you know, I've always been raised to believe in America, we're the best country in the world, but after I read some of this stuff, guys, I just don't know anymore, man, you know, uh, a lot of people believe that there's a lot of falsities with, you know, the vaccine, you know, and I'm not, I don't want to get too political there, but I mean, when you hear about these stories, just this story, Operation Northwoods, just one story, that's all you need to hear, is that there were people within the military that wrote up plans to actively commit acts of terrorism against American military and civilian targets, and then blaming them on the Cuban government and using it to justify a war against Cuba. Let me go on here. The possibilities detailed in these documents detailed the possible assassination of Cuban immigrants, sinking boats of Cuban refugees on the high seas, hijacking planes to be shot down or given the appearance of being shot down, blowing up a, uh, some, you know, some military ships, and orchestrating violent terrorism against U.S. cities. This is all on Wikipedia, guys. And, you know, whether or not you believe anything on Wikipedia or not, but they have some classified or unclassified documents on here. Uh, the proposals were ultimately rejected by JFK, thank God. But holy shit, you know, and you're not going to hear me swear too much, but holy shit, this is some crazy stuff. And um, <laughs> guys, I just don't know what to think anymore, man. You know, I mean, I've done a lot of research into paranormal, into the government's engagement with the paranormal, telekinesis, 
uh, pyrokinesis, telepathy, uh, going into, you know, the movie like Men Who Stare at Goats, where we've had remote viewing, where our, we have psychic spies, all of that stuff. And and I'm you know I'm all interested I'm all on board for that save America save America you know you know put America first. But then when our our American government is creating plans to attack their own military and civilian targets to create an impetus and necessity for war against another country, guys, we're in some treacherous waters here. I mean this this happened in '62. How many times has this happened before then and after then? That's the question that you got to ask yourself. You know, and I mean, when it boils down to it, man, I mean, you know, you're just thinking about, like, recent events, you know, that have happened with COVID and everything. It's like all of a sudden we had this disease that spread across the world, and then all of a sudden we had a cure. I know... I know medical teams can work quickly. I know scientists can work quickly, but I just don't know, guys. I don't know. So anyway, moving forward in this story. Uh, so Castro, he took power in 59, uh, and he allowed the communists to create a new Cuban government. Um, but moving forward in this Operation Northwoods, um, they also discussed simulated actions against various military and civilian targets. Uh, the operation recommended developing a communist Cuban terror campaign in the Miami area. Makes sense, right? A lot of Cuban uh, immigrants there. And in other for Florida cities and even Washington, which involved um, the bombing of civilian targets themselves which was to be blamed on the irresponsible Cuban government and to paint a false image of Fidel Castro. Guys, we've heard this for decades, man. We've heard this for decades, right? It's the U.S. government military will take out leaders that they don't like, and they'll put in leaders that they like. And they'll do it, I mean, and that's just the brute force portion of it. We don't really think about the PSYOPs portion of it. And there's an entire team that's developed for PSYOPs for America as well. So, you know, I'm, I'm not anti-American. I'm just anti-lying to the American, you know, population, the Ameri American public, and, you know, not giving us the truth. You know, if they believe this guy's a bad guy and we elected you, we don't need you to paint some picture for us. We elected you to do a job. Do your job. We don't need you to paint some picture and and, and kill people out of non-necessity to prove your point. However, many in the military apparently believe that's true. Um, and that's really scary. Um, so let's move on. So we had a base in Cuba. We still do, right? Guantanamo Bay. It's on the south side. Uh, Fidel let it stay there it, and, and basically ignores it. But the idea behind this plan was to attack Guantanamo Bay, attacking the Americans' own base, and then the U.S. would respond, the military would respond by executing offensive operations to secure water and power supplies, destroying artillery and mortar, 
emplacements which threatened the base, and thus would commence a large-scale U.S. military operations. So not only were they going to attack U.S. Uh, ground um, civilians on U.S. soil, but they're also going to attack their own base on Cuban soil. Unbelievable. So in related operations, they also had Operation Mongoose proposed. Now, under Operation Mongoose, the U.S. DOD had a number of similar proposals for actions to be taken against the Cuban regime of Fidel Castro. Twelve of these proposals come from a February 2, 1962 memorandum entitled Possible Actions to Provoke, Harass, and Disrupt Cuba, written by Brigadier General William H. Gregg, uh, Craig and submitted to Brigadier General Edward Lansdale, the commander of Operation Mongoose Project. So, the memorandum outlines Operation Bingo, which was a false flag operation, uh, to create an incident which has the appearance of an attack on U.S. facilities, Gitmo, Guantanamo Bay in Cuba, thus providing an excuse for use of military might to overthrow the current government of Cuba. It also included Operation Dirty Trick, which was another false flag plot to blame Castro if the 1962 Mercury manned space flight carrying John Glenn crashed, saying, quote-unquote, the objective is to provide irrevocable proof should the Mercury manned orbit flight fail, the fault lies within the communists and Cuba. And it continued and stated that this is to be accomplished by manufacturing various pieces of evidence which would prove electronic interference on the part of the Cubans. <clears throat> so even after a few of these generals lost their job, the Joint Chiefs still planned false flag pretext operations into at least 1963. The different U.S. Department of Defense policy papers created in 1963 discussed a plan to make it appear as though Cuba had attacked a member of the OAS, Organization of American States, so that the United States could retaliate. So, not only did these guys come up with stuff from 61 to 62, putting project after project after project on the president's desk, but they continued into 63, and even after that. So for years, these guys kept creating false flag operation after false flag operation proposals, popping them on desks, and, you know, although although JFK, you know, turned down Northwoods, you know, he didn't have total oversight over everything that's going on in the military. And we know that there's operations that occur without presidential oversight. We know that. We know there's multiple secret government operations that go on all the time, black ops and all kinds of stuff, that even the president doesn't know about. Especially in relation to UFO and alien and extraterrestrial crashes and extraterrestrial encounters many of which presidents have no idea about. So, moving forward here, obviously Kennedy rejected Northwood's proposal. Um, 
How did we come to know about this? The physical documentation of Operation Northwoods became declassified through the JFK Assassination Records Collection Act of 1982. The act declassified a total of 4 million documents, including Operation Northwoods, which became available through the National Archives in College Park, Maryland. Uh, however, public knowledge about Operation Northwoods did not come about until 2001. Huh, interesting, 9-11. Uh, with the release of a book by the author James Bamford titled Body of Secrets. On August 3, 2001, the National Assembly of People's Power of Cuba, which is the main legislative body in the Republic of Cuba, issued a statement referring to Operation Northwoods and Operation Mor Mongoose, wherein it condemned such U.S. government plans. So as soon as we let some information out, of course, Cuba hears about it and gets ticked off. Guys, what do you think about this? Now, while this is not necessarily UFO-based that we know of, this goes to show that although this podcast is primarily focused on UFO and alien encounters, I also discuss... Uh, secret government programs, and in this case, I'm going to discuss this one um, because it relates specifically to our current life and our current situation. And I don't, I don't mean that the government's involved in COVID and all that kind of stuff. That's up to you guys to debate and discuss. But what it shows us is the government is willing, capable, and able to carry out false flag plans that they write them up, that they propose them. And that although we've heard about these that didn't take place, many of which did take place are still classified to this very day to maintain international security and integrity. That they will always be classified and that they will not be let out to the public. And knowing that, and knowing that these plans have been created, really puts a little bit of terror into you. Really puts a little bit of Mis unfaith, lack of faith, untrust, distrust, mistrust with the government. Uh, I'm all for the U.S. guys. I'm all for our government. But when it comes to certain individuals who are creating these false flag attacks, it makes you wonder how much you're seeing in the media, how much you're seeing of history being written into books for our kids to read and for people to read in the, you know currently and adults to 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 relay back how many adults were will sit and read the history books that were part of these false flag operations and know that the this history that's being presented is not true not accurate or that it was created by some guys in a room creating a false flag plan and manipulating the American public's opinion about going to war. Just think about that, guys. Nonetheless, um, if I come across any other false flag, uh, documented, detailed information, I'll, I'll bring it to light. I don't bring to light anything that's, you know, just a bunch of, you know, theory usually i don't i don't try to do that i try to bring about real whistleblower documentation or classified documents that have been de declassified um 
or you know multi-witnessed events so that I'm not bringing you disinformation that I'm bringing you trying to bring you the real information um, and uh, talk about it logically rationally and you know allow us to put things into perspective so hopefully you enjoyed this podcast hopefully you're having a great weekend uh, don't let this you know dishearten you go out and live a good life but you know it's just for awareness right it's 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 so that we can know what's really going on and that so we can have some peace in our hearts that when things don't seem right things don't feel right to you it might be because they're not right it might be because something doesn't if something doesn't smell right something doesn't feel right usually you feel it and if you feel it it's probably true you're probably right we were given instincts for a reason and hopefully you guys are using them hopefully you guys are taking care of yourselves Hopefully you're taking care of your family, your emotional, spiritual, physical health, following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, and as always, continuing to question the universe around you. For now, Lockdown Universe is out. Be right right back for uh, the second podcast about JFK and the UFO connection. Take care for now.